This program was paid for by the friends and partners of Bruce Downs Catholic Ministries. Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. 2023. What happened to 2022? It went so quickly. And they tell me that happens as you get older, that the years seem to go by faster and faster. Well, I must be getting older because they're getting faster and faster. Well, who can you be and how can you be fully you in 2022? And 23. Well, I heard of a man who had an experience that happened during his university years. He had an exam, and the end and the and the final assessment was that he would have to do an exam, but he'd also have to do a book review. And the book review would be 60% of the entire mark for the whole unit. So if he if he failed the book review, uh, it wouldn't be good. Well, he worked long, he worked hard, he studied, he researched, he did everything he had that you have to do when you want to get a good mark. Uh, he completed it, he handed it in, and then he did what any of us who've studied at university would know, you wait for quite a while until you get your paper back. Well, he waited for his book report to come back, and there on the cover, and I still remember it from when I studied at university for all those years, there on the cover was the, was the comments and the mark from his lecturer and the professor. And it said on the cover, great content, excellent bibliography, uh, outstanding research, fantastic layout, comprehensive arguments. And then it had grade F, fail. And then in big words, wrong assignment. See, what he'd done was he'd done an assignment. He researched, it just didn't happen to be the assignment that he was meant to do. Imagine if you were doing a mathematics subject and you decided that you were gonna put in an essay. If you were studying economics and you put in a piece of art that you had done. See, if you don't line up the assessment with what the subject is, you fail no matter how good you are, how good you are. Well, as we launch into 2023, as we launch into this, and as we're in these early days and early months of, of, of 2023, what's the right assignment that God has given to you in 2023? See, people often look at their circumstances, don't they? They look at their age, their experience, their wisdom, their standard of living, how much money they have, their study, their level of freedom, and they allow those things to dictate what they might do in the coming year. You hear people make New Year's resolutions. I've made many. I can tell you I've kept few, but I have made many. Um, and, and they consider all these things, and often they're good considerations, but they don't stop and go, well, what does God want me to do this year? I was talking to someone yesterday and they were saying to me, they were saying to me, that's been something that I've been writing in my notebook. God, what are you asking me to do at this time? What are you asking me to do in 2023? See, when we commit our lives to God, if we call ourselves a Christian, if we say that we're a believer, if we say that God is the Lord of our life, if we say that, we have to give some time, we have to give some thought and we have to say, 
God, what are you saying to me? What do you want for me? What is my assignment right now? Because being a Christian changes everything about our whole life, everything. Uh, but sometimes we've got to think outside the box because God is outside the box. Sometimes we think that God thinks our way, but the scripture tells us as high as the heavens are above the earth, so my way is different to your ways. God thinks differently. No one thought that a teenage virgin would be the mother of the Saviour. No one thought that. No one thought when Jesus came that he'd come as a baby. They weren't predicting that. You don't read it in the scriptures. No one thought victory would come through death on a cross. No one thought that new life would come from the resurrection from, de from death. No one thought that the first would be last and the last would be first. No one thought that. No one thought that the least in the kingdom of God would be the greatest in the kingdom of God, and Jesus taught that. No one thought that if you want to be a leader, then serve. No one thought if you want to enter the kingdom of God, as Jesus so often said, be like a child. Jesus has a way of turning things around. Jesus has a way of turning things upside down, where the first is last and the last is first. Well, in the, in the Scriptures, it says in John's Gospel, chapter 21, starting in verse 4, it, it, there's this fabulous passage of Scripture. And in the, and in the pre, preceding part, Jesus, is, Jesus has risen from the dead by now, and, uh, but he hasn't appeared to the apostles. And you can imagine them having been with the apostles for all those uh, years, and how lost the apostles would have been after Jesus had died. How lost they would have been after Jesus was in the tomb. And so one day Peter says, I'm going fishing. I'm going fishing, verse four. And just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach whilst they were all fishing. But the disciples didn't know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to them, children, you have no fish, have you? And they answered him and said, no. And he said to them, cast the net to the right side of the boat and you will find some fish. So they cast it. And now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes for he was naked and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about a hundred yards off. And when they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went abroad and hauled the, uh, aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were uh, so many, the net was not torn. And Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Um, and Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. Wow, what a story. What, what an incredible story of Jesus coming to them. You know? But they hadn't expected it. They hadn't expected Jesus in that way. See, what had happened was they had been used to fishing and they, they had fished all night and then all of a sudden they heard a voice from the beach calling out, 
have you caught anything? And they say, no, we haven't caught anything. And, and, and then from the voice from the beach comes along and says, throw the net on the other side. In other words, do something different. As you start 2023, if you want a different result, do you think you're going to get a different result by doing the same thing that you've always done? As you begin 2023, if you retain the same attitudes that you have right now, will you be happier? As you begin 2023, if you've got relationships that are not doing well, are you going to do okay just hanging on, hoping that they improve? If you're not doing well in your work or your circumstances or your finances, are they going to necessarily approve if you keep doing the same things that you've always done? Jesus says to them, throw the net on the other side. And there are some of you, all you need to hear me say today is this, throw the net on the other side. And God who is with you will be with you. Now, growing in the spiritual life, that is growing in our relationship with God, let's be honest, it's not easy. Understanding God is not easy. Pope Leo the Fourth, of Pope Leo the First, I should say, was the Pope from the year 440 until the four, year 461. He was Pope for 21 years. He canonised Saint Augustine. Now, Saint Augustine, the Bishop of Hippo, a northern African city, was a phenomenal man. He's regarded as one of the 35 doctors of the church. What's a doctor of the church? A doctor of the church is an official designation given by the church to someone who has, who has uh, uh, given great understanding and interpretation to the scriptures and the development of Christian thought and doctrine. And uh, Augustine was one of these people. During the pontificate of Pope Leo IV, he ordered that the feast of St. Augustine, that the day, the day every year when they remembered him, would be treated and observed with the same honour that was given to the 12 apostles. St. Augustine was an amazing man, and, but yet he was someone who didn't come to faith straight away. And he didn't come to mature faith straight away. For Augustine of Hippo, he struggled with it. His mother prayed for him much when he was younger. And he said this in his Christian journey, Lord, save me from my sins, but not quite yet. <laughs> Isn't that great? Lord, save me from my sins, but not quite yet. And then sometime later he prayed, Lord, save me from all my sins except one. Isn't that great? And then finally he came to, to pray, Lord, save me from all my sins and save me now. It's just beautiful the way he says it. Here is a giant of Christian history, a giant that the church celebrates in a very unique way. And here he is. He's someone that we see in his life and his development and his walk with God being developed. There are some of us, as we walk through our life, we stop and we look at ourselves and we look at who God has made us and how we're responding to God. And I hear people say to me, I'm not a very good Christian. I'm not a very good person when it comes to God. I, many people have said to me, I'm not like you, Bruce. No, no, but you're not called to be like me. You're called to be like you. You're called to be on your journey. In all of our lives, there have been moments when we've been full on, hasn't there? In all of our lives, there's been moments when we've burned brightly. And there's also moments when we've all struggled a bit along the way. See, we're called to run our race. We're called to follow God 
as we can follow God. We're called to run according to what we can do, that our relationship would grow us more deeply into eternal, powerful, personal relationship with God. And so today, if you are in a place where where you are walking along on your journey and you're not sure how far to go, as we begin this 2023, say to God, God, here am I. This is me. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, do you not know that in a race the runners all compete, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win it. In other words, do everything that you can do. In all my running life as a young man, I don't think I ever won a race ever. I was always the second. I always I always made all the school teams and everything, but never because I was the best, but always because I was the second best. But want to know something? My second best, I can truly say, was my very best. When I ran but only came second, I ran to win. I just didn't win. And yet if I met God, God would look at me and say to me, well done, you ran as if to win. And that's what you're called to do. In 2023, what decisions do you need to make for your life that would make it different? What decisions do you need to make that would be out of the box? What decisions do you need to make recognising that you're on a journey? And just like Augustine got, you know, grew in faith, grew in faith, grew in faith throughout his life, uh, what do you need to do? Being kind to yourself, being fair to yourself, that you are on a journey that's uniquely yours? Are you running with all that you have? Not running with what the person beside you has or someone else has, but are you running with all that you have right now? Are you experiencing the wind and the spirit of God in your face saying, well done, well done? In my life, I have met many people who are are able to do so much more than me in all kinds of walks of life and even in the faith life who are so much closer to God than me. But I never have to compare myself to anybody. I just have to stop and say, am I doing my best? Am I doing what God is calling me to do? All I have to do is run as if I'm trying to win the prize, that you may win it. You know, run in such a way that you may win it. Run in such a way that you may win it. That's all you have to do. Run your way where you are and you'll experience his love and you'll know that there's more and you'll know that his presence will be with you. 2023 can be your best year yet. It can be the year where you are happy, where you experience God's presence and joy. That doesn't mean there won't be sorrow and struggle and difficulty. It doesn't mean when you look back, you can see some things you had, some people that were in your life who maybe aren't there now. But where you are, God will be with you today and you'll experience His love and His goodness. If you ask the question, what's my best? How do I live my best in 2023? And maybe you'll have to do some things that are out of the box. Maybe you'll have to do some things that you didn't expect. Maybe God will ask of you things that draw you closer to Him in your attitudes, in your prayer, in your actions. And you'll be able to say, Lord, I ran at the end of this year, I ran as if to win the prize. And wherever you come, 
wherever you come, wherever you come, God will be happy. If I was asked today to run in a marathon, all those miles, the 26 miles, the 42 kilometres or whatever it is, I know if I was running with other people, there is not a chance that I could win because there are many people far fitter, healthier than me. But I'd run to the best I could. And if I ran to the best I could, if I ran as if I was going to win, that's all God would ask of me. And it's exactly the same for you. So here's the secret. Turn to God today if your 2022 wasn't all that you wanted it to be because you didn't give it your best and do this. Say to God, hey, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me for not doing the best I could. You didn't call me to be what others are. You called me to be me. So forgive me. And Lord God, I commit 2023 to you that this would be the best year yet because I'm going to do it with all that I have. Every circumstances, everything that I do in attitude and mind, I'm going to do as if I was doing it for you. Lord, be with me. Allow me to hear you and to know what steps that I should take as I run as if to win. And Father, bless us in this 2023. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It was New Year's night and I had made a decision that in the year that was to come that I was going to get fit, I was going to lose weight, I was going to change my diet. Well, at about quarter to one in the morning, just on the very first day of the new year, I was standing in the kitchen and I had a bowl of ice cream, a big bowl of ice cream. And Rosemary came in and she said, what's that? She said, I thought you'd made a New Year's resolution that you were going to lose weight. And I said, well, I did. She said, well, what's that bowl of ice cream? I said, I don't know how I got it. Got it. And she laughed and she said, I saw you come in. I saw you go to the cupboard. I saw you get the bowl out. I saw you get the spoon out. I saw you go to the fridge, get the ice cream out. I saw you load it up. I saw you put the ice cream away. And then I saw you lean against the bench. And she said, you didn't even know you were doing all that, did you? And I said, no. And we both laughed and we realised that there were habits in my life that I was not even aware of. We're all like that, aren't we? And here was I wanting to start strong. Here was I wanting to have a great new year to change things. And yet a hidden habit that I was not even aware had me. Well, I've written a book called Start Strong. And the reason I wrote this, which is all about developing habits to help us thrive, was because so many of us are just like me. I meet so many people who say, I can't change. So many people who say, I want to be, able, I want to be different but I don't know how to be different. Well, we have to develop habits in our life that cause us to thrive. And do you know why this is important? It's important for this reason, because the gospel, when it comes to us, when Jesus comes to us, He changes us and He gives us power to be different if we'll allow ourselves to be different. Just think about your children, your husbands, your wives, your family, your friends, those you know. Are there some of you, them who are caught in hidden habits, hidden ways of thinking. Well, the gospel comes to change that. And that's the reason I wrote this book. And what I want to be able to do for everyone who helps us share the gospel to reach more people, I want to be able to give them this book, Start Strong. And you can go into our website and you can determine how much you want to contribute. That way, those people who, who haven't got much and would like just 
to be able to contribute a little for it can because that's all they can. And those who want to give much more so that other people can be reached and we can reach even more people can. I particularly want to say thank you to our Faith Builder partners, particularly as we start this new year. I want to thank you because you give us confidence to walk into the future, to know that we'll be able to continue to share the Gospel in the way we are because of what you have done. And I want to encourage many of you, if you'd stand with us, you'd walk with us, if you would help us today, become a Faith Builder partner, uh, become someone who contributes to us in order that we can share Christ more deeply with people all over the world. Loving Father, I thank You that as people go to this address or go to the Give tab, Lord God, and that as they determine how much they want to be a sender of the Gospel out, to help people start strong, to people change their lives as they encounter You, bless them. Bless them by their kindness and for their generosity, Father God. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of Your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, thank you, everybody. I look forward to doing this year with you. I think 2023, if you let it, can be the best year you have ever had. And don't forget, because right through the year, wherever you are, God is never far from you. This program was paid for by the friends and partners of Bruce Downs Catholic Ministries.